0: Live, that's it. 42 minutes later. Oh, yeah, we're always late. Apart from that one time, I was early. Are we late? Well,
1: yeah, we're way late, but what? it's all, we're always late. They expect to be late because of Danny. Apart from the first podcast we did this year, Danny yeah. turned up like early, wasn't it? Yeah, and then last week, we, last week we missed one because Danny was sick. So, but look, we're picking it back up on this Saturday. Yeah, it's all good. uh, but yeah, welcome back to All Stars MMA podcast. Uh, we're here today to talk about uh, initially UFC. 246 which is on tonight but first a quick shout out to uh, Amazing Green our sponsors they're they're, uh, always supporting us supporting the fighters down at AVT supporting Rico the uh, current BKB king with the controversial uh, new matchup that's just gone out there
0: yeah man yeah it's all good it's all good Rico will just pick the winner off yeah no problem I
1: know I liked his post (laughs) Um, but yeah we'll get straight into it Um, UFC 246 tonight we'll just main event Connor
0: versus Cowboy how do you see this one playing out if I had to bet my house, I'd bet on uh, Conor Connor McGregor round one KO. Yeah? Yeah. I think I'm I love Cowboy. I think he's amazing, yeah. but I just think that uh, Yeah, I just I just think that he likes eating punches. And I think Connor comes out super sharp that first round, and I think that's if, if it's gonna happen, that's when it's gonna happen. Stiff he's as a board, paid. as
1: he says, stick in the mud. <laughs>
0: you're all too big <laughs> you know, that's what he said at yeah. that press conference back then
1: yeah I, I, I think I agree and obviously it's relevant for these guys when we talk about the, uh, the sort of flow state of a fighter Connor's looking in good nick he looks in good physical condition he looks in good mental condition Yeah. and I've I've watched some of the other podcasts and some of the other information that's gone out there so Brendan Shaw is like that food truck diaries and Dominic Cruz obviously a commentator and a, a, a good UFC fighter himself he said he bumped into him at the performance centre and said he's like bulletproof his mindset is just at where you want it to be and he looks kind of like the old Connor. when you saw Connor McGregor on his way up he was like laser focused for his, yeah. his goal was to be the champ champ you yeah. know two weight world champion yeah. and he was laser focused and his only like fall downs have been when he looks like a bit of a mess to be honest he's been on Proper whiskey and
2: uh <laughs> is
1: that his whiskey.
0: Tastes like piss as well. <laughs> oh, does it? Have you tried it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, horrible trying. disgusting I want yeah, it like whiskey. Anyway.
1: Yeah, it's gonna taste like piss, in it. But um no, it looks it looks it looks, looks well. I think um from a pressure standpoint, he has to win. Yeah. You ain't got a choice. Like yeah. it's not like cowboy, like cowboy is like a veteran, he's like a, yeah. he's almost like the best journeyman you've yeah, ever like seen. Yeah, like a gatekeeper, isn't he? Yeah. Um, whereas Connor is always always been a winner. He's like the he's at the top and he's he's come off the back of I lost to Khabib, but he obviously lost to Mayweather, but put in a good show. But he had not fought properly. He's been inactive really for yeah. a couple of years. And if he comes back and loses, what's next?
2: Yeah. What How long was it since he had a fight?
1: Eighteen months, I think it's been since the Khabib fight. It was Khabib's an unbeaten, uh, an unbeaten fighter in the UFC, and um, he lost. And then obviously he's not the, the time before that. He, he won at Madison Square Garden for his uh, two weight world champion. So it's um, he's got to win because. What's he, he ain't just like another fighter? Where if he takes another loss, he ain't just going to go back into the
0: pack, really, is it? You know, what do you think? Uh yeah, I mean, pff, he's talked himself into this situation. You know, he's 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 at the top of the tree. He, even even if really, like I think Ferguson beats him. You know, yeah, yeah I, I think I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of people better than him, but he's talked himself into this like godlike status and. Yeah, that's it now. So,
1: but that that goes back to the mentality of him as well. I think because he has, he, he, he though he's not the best fighter all around, but he can talk his opponents out of a fight, and he can talk himself into a good fight. He's got, he gets into that rhythm and that mindset where he's going to win, and it's, he, he's proved it on his way up. Yeah. You know, when he, when he yeah, took it,
2: he has a good understanding of himself, and he also has a, obviously a good understanding of people. Yeah, I've not watched obviously. You know, MMA is not like my background. But I have watched some clippets of, of uh, McGregor because I'm really interested in how he gets himself into that place yeah. of where... And it, and it just flows and yeah. we're going to talk about... Well, yeah, Dan,
1: do you want to introduce, introduce our guests? Yeah, yeah, we'll
0: introduce him. So we've just done a little seminar at the gym, a little bit on like, you know, mind coaching and stuff like that. But um, so I've got uh, John Waterham, he's been one of my coaches and mentors for, for a long time. He's a strength and conditioning coach, triathlete, he's competed in multiple sports... And uh, yeah, you do a lot of like mind coaching stuff as well. So uh, yeah, that's what we've been doing doing at the gym today. And he's joined by uh, Dean Kirkham, who was an Ironman athlete. Um, like it's first time I've met Dean. Um, John's probably the fittest guy I know. And then John tells me that Dean's the fittest guy he knows. So, <laughs> Different level. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> So there's like, like any sport, there's levels to the game, and uh, you think you you think you know someone who's at the top, and there's always another person. I'm sure Dean's got coaches and mentors who are Absolutely. above him, and it just never ends. But uh, yeah, so we, we've had a good little seminar at the gym, just mainly talking about um, the flow state, which is yeah. something that McGregor is the king of, really, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, but like obviously with the rise of MMA, you, you used to not not from an MMA background. You, you know, you don't really know anything about MMA. But like, how aware of Conor McGregor are you? Like, do you hear his name a lot and stuff? You know, because he's kind of changed things for.
3: Absolutely, I think for for myself, not really into any uh, martial arts, boxing, MMA. The, the only name I do know is Conor
0: McGregor. Yeah, yeah. It's like a household sound, name, yeah. I
3: suppose if you're a football fan, you, or you're sure you're not a football fan, the only one you might know is David Beckham. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's always that one standout yeah. name and figure of a sport, isn't
0: there? Eric Cantona. I know Cantona, him. I know him. Cantona, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only because he, like, karate kicked someone in the crowd once. I West, West <laughs> West <Ham>. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, like, like, McGregor, like, he's an household name now. Everybody knows, everybody knows who he is. Even if you've never watched him, and, and you know what I mean, but
2: I, I, I hear people say that he made UFC. I don't know whether, what your views are on that, like, but for him, promotion wise, I, I think
1: he I think he brought a different um, he brought it to a different audience. I think obviously really? the diehards like back in the day, um, like Danny's followed it forever. It's been it were a relatively smaller sport, but the growth of it in the last yeah. five years is massive, I, and it, it it just happened to coincide, I guess, at the
0: time that he became a superstar, do you know? Yeah, I think there were two kind of, so there were like the, the old school UFC era where, original UFC was no gloves, you could headbutt, it was a street fight, you know what I mean? So that, that went on for quite a while, then they started bringing in gloves, you know, taking headbutts out, bringing in, and, it were a very niche, kind of, audience, who were watching it, and then the turning point, you can find out the date of this, because I don't know what the date is, was when, um, it was the Ultimate Fighter when uh, Stefan Bonner yeah, fought versus, Forrest Forrest Griffin, Forrest Griffin yeah. because that was the fight. I think it was just on like a regular TV channel in America, and you know these two went through the Ultimate Fighter, which is like a tournament, and, yeah. and, and it follows them. Yeah. You know they all live in a house together, and you all fighting each other, and it follows yeah. it follows your story. So it was it was so
1: reality TV brought MMA into the mainstream because no one it were just this unknown entity really like no one knew anything about fighting apart from the diehard mma fighters and yeah. then they give it to the public and said look here's 20 fighters in a house we're going to follow them and we're going to imagine see big
0: brother but you all have a fight yeah
1: but at the end of every every episode they fight each other and it's like a knockout contest so there's like a Last blue, two yeah, yeah it's like a blue, blue and a red corner and then they just yeah. knock each other out of a series of weeks and then the final one were like you said forrest yeah. griffin and, and, Bonner. Uh, and it went on
0: and, and that that fight i think was a massive turning point in the amount of people who actually watched that fight and the fight was crazy they just knocked the shit out of each other like literally back and forth yeah. and even now if you watch a ufc live if you've never been to a live ufc this is the most ama- the, the best thing about watching UFC, actually, in the arena, is not the fights. It's before the fights start. They play, um, is it called "Barbara O'Reilly" that song? Uh, it's a song anyway. I can't. Uh, I'll find it. But yeah. that that song comes on, and they play a highlight reel of people getting knocked out. Fighters walk into the octagon like legends, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And this and it and it builds up and like the crescendo of the song is the Stefan Bonner F- Forrest Griffin fight, and they play it in black and white, and they're just punching each other and the crowd go crazy for it. You know, because it's just like this and even now I can feel, you know, insane, the excitement. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, get you know, and just and just sitting, you're in this massive arena and you're just <laughs> watching this happen. And there's not even any fights going off in the <laughs> cage. And you're watching this song, and then you're just like Fucking hell, this is amazing! And it it gets everyone pumped up, and then when the fight starts, everyone's kind of buzzing. But that that was a fight that everybody tuned into. Did you find the date for that? Twenty
3: sixth of August, two thousand and
0: six. Two thousand and six. So that was a massive turning point for the UFC. That's where all of a sudden everybody's watching it. You know, your, your average person now yeah. is like, I want to, I want to see it. Yeah, because and again, it never. I don't think it'd ever really been seen on television that style of fight. Like, yeah. it's just. Most most people watch boxing because boxing's easy. You you could watch boxing. You're not a boxing fan, but you could understand two people punching each other. You you can it's easy to understand, isn't it? He punched him. You know, it's easy. But where MMA is a bit more intricate. There's more, you know, the grappling, and it's a bit more. So the modern
3: version was fourteen years ago. So that's yeah. not an old no. sport. It's yeah. a really new sport. Yeah. And then
1: you saw like you saw it like rise um, again to sort of like the uh, what you probably consider like die, the diehard fans now. Back in the day when they're watching sort of Nick Diaz versus GSP and all, all these names, yeah. and then this new new breed of fans came in with McGregor. So McGregor like
0: this Irish, Irish, f- Irish pissheads, man Yeah, I yeah, know <laughs> <laughs> this Irish. Well, fella, he's
1: <laughs> yeah, this Irish fellow just sort of came out of nowhere. I mean, th- there, there were other there were other people that had done it, that talked shit, and, and, but not. I don't think anybody were as successful as sort of coming in saying, this is exactly what I'm going to do as a career path. So I'm going to be the, become the champion and then not like do exactly, so he'd call the fights beforehand. So he got like this Mystic Mac sort of nickname because he'd say, I'm going to do this in this round. Or I'm going to do this. This is how I'm going to end the fight. And he pretty much hit the nail on the head for every fight. So he had this climb and then obviously had his character. So he, from like a, a marketing standpoint, he brought um, a different... Obviously, martial arts is quite respectful, shaking hands and stuff. He brought the character; he became a character on screen, yeah. so people could buy into it more. Yeah. And then, obviously, he became the champion. He knocked out the undefeated guy for bloody ten years. Aldo, knocked him out in thirteen seconds. It was like the most unbelievable thing you're ever going to see. He had another fight. Then he swapped weight classes, went up to become double champ. So he beat Eddie Alvarez, and he was like the, he was the, the top top of the tree, you know. So it had never been seen and or done before. But then he just went to another level when he went and fought, chased the money, fought Mayweather. Mayweather,
0: like that's crazy that that ever happened. Yeah, I watched it. Like, that's crazy yeah. that 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 even happening. Like people, and the fact that people was thinking like McGregor's gonna win. Oh, he's gonna win. He's gonna knock him out. It's like this is fucking crazy. You're talking about two completely different sp- yeah. the combat sports, but yeah. completely different. Like, you know, when you're talking about it's like a sprinter winning a marathon or something. Yeah. It's like saying that, and it's just. To me, it's like, fucking hell, this is just bizarre that this is even happening. So for that fight to even happen, now they're talking about Connor versus Manny Pacquiao. That, that fight's actually in the works. They're talking about it now. So that- is
3: it crazy in a sense of they just don't understand his way of thinking? Or is it crazy in a jealousy from other side angles of people thinking...
1: Why is he getting all this attention? I think there'll be be people that probably are jealous, but he's the one that sat and focused and he's just like, he's laser focused and set out these, like there's nothing stopping him. I'm going to aim for this and like no no one's going to do anything about it. So he's he's focused his energy and everything towards that and he's he's succeeded, he's done it.
0: It's just crazy that like 10 years ago, if you would have said to me that the UFC champ is going to fight the, you know, the boxing world champ. And or Floyd just Floyd Mayweather. I'd be like, "What the fuck, you want?" But that's never going to happen. And he's just created this this like unbeatable persona that that he managed to get the fight. He's had he's never had a boxing fight. So he, if you look on the boxing records, you got like Mayweather. What is he fought 50, 50, fifty and zero, 50 and, 0. 50, yeah. Yeah. and then McGregor's is a debut yeah. zero and zero. So and he's you, fighting do you, him.
3: Do you believe one day a UFC fighter could genuinely beat? a world champion boxer. Well, that's what McGregor's just said in it's the just, press yeah. conference. Within yeah realms what we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah. Mindset, yeah. flow. Is it possible that a person from one sport can actually generally beat another
1: person? I believe it. I mean, like, from with the sport. mindset, and then, McGregor, like, he was never going to win, but he did win some rounds, didn't he? Yeah, like yeah, he won he some won, rounds, he won some, against rounds, against it, some
0: punches, and, yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to be a complete whitewash from Mayweather, but then, yeah, it did do all right, and it, it was just crazy to see it all unfold like I never thought I'd mm. see that and then in, in the press conference yesterday he said my goal now is to become a boxing world champion yeah. as well as the UFC world champion and he probably will do it. Yeah, <laughs> so is
3: there the inspiration there of no limits as in yeah. he genuinely believes there's no limits in what he can do and achieve and that we should all be a bit more like that yeah. in our training and not limit yeah. ourselves to certain and, um, genres.
1: Well, similar to what you were saying in your seminar this morning he's going in with a mindset and the longevity of it is called, it's come out in the press conference and said, this is my 2020 season. I'm back. I'm not just thinking about this one fight. I'm, I'm going to be active this year. I'm going to have a good season of fighting. I intend to stay healthy. If I, if I get through this fight early doors, I'll fight on the February card. You know, he's like, I, I am going to have an active season. Yeah. So like all this is that mind. So he spent what, 16 months training now, building up, getting into a a, a good like flow, a regular regular training, regular uh, with everything, and then saying, "Right, I'm back here. 2020 season. I'm going to do what I need to do tomorrow or tonight, and and continue with my season." So, it's scary. I mean, how do you feel? Uh, Cerrone is taking it. Have you watched any of? it? So yeah, from,
0: you know what? I think, it, yeah, he's just calm and he's yeah. I, I like see, it. I, yeah. um,
3: That's when cowboys at its best. As well. I, yeah. I,
0: I I think I disagree because I um
1: having, so the, the first press conference they were they were very complimentary to each other, like very like. So Cerrone is he's a is he's a, nice, a top standout bloke. Everyone loves him, but it were very complimentary to McGregor. They were both. It's not you don't often see that at a press conference with McGregor anyway. So they were really complimentary, and I and I I sort of saw that and thought I wonder if Cerrone is just sort of like trying to get him on side a little bit, you know? Because like I don't know. And then when I saw him do the second round of press conferences, he, re- he repeated himself. Um, when he was spoke when he spoke to Joe Rogan, he's like, "We're gonna blow the roof off this bitch." But he said that like two days before, so he'd not thought of a new narrative. It was it was almost like he was trying to convince himself. What- this is what I was just observing. Yeah. I'm thinking he said that the other day, and he's just said it again. Yeah. Has he got no- nothing new to say? Is it? Or is he just like trying to convince himself that we're gonna have a good fight and we're gonna blow the roof off this bitch? Not. I'm gonna fucking flatten him. Do you know? Like it, it didn't.
2: So was McGregor. Equally as pleasant to him as he were,
0: so McGregor would Weird, weirdly more than ever. Yeah, it was
2: it was pleasant, but he'd said
1: we're still going we're here for blood. Do you know what I mean? So he yeah. had that killer instinct, whereas yeah. like Cerrone didn't seem to have that that yeah. same that same retort. I don't Cause, know because like,
2: yeah. when I've seen McGregor, the bits that I've seen of him, he's like I'm having that belt and taking the belt off the guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and like stamping his authority all over it. Yeah. And saying, I've already played this movie, yeah. you know. I like, can see myself coming out. And being the next yeah, champion. He is doing that, but is, he's doing it, he... he's doing it in a different
0: way to before. He's sort of being very more, a lot more respectful. Yeah. He's like saying, "Oh, you know, um, like, he's it, it, sort of like, a lot more respectful to Cerrone oh, He's a good fighter and stuff, yeah. but then he's still saying, yeah, but you know, I'm still going to knock him out. And-, and I think that's probably on Conor's part, because he, he understands he's got the the most pressure that he'll
1: ever had in his fighting career. He's coming back off these losses and, you know, he's had a long, a long time out. He knows that he's, he has got to. So he has got to win.
2: So pressure affects his state.
1: No, he doesn't. He's the most calm fighter yeah. you're ever going to see. Like he'll go in, in every title fight he's going into, it, in every fight he's like loose as loose as you like. The Aldo yeah. fight, so loose, so yeah. loose. Aldo were at the other side of cage, and he's looking down, yeah. looking down, wanting my eye contact. Yeah. Ref claps. And they get, yeah. come out. Proper tens. Proper tens.
2: Yeah. We're going to step back.
1: Left hook and just dropped him.
2: And, and again, that, that's interesting that he said that because one of the clips that I'd seen of him, I think he'd got a coach who had just taught him how to. oh yeah. Doing that idle, idle See they, te- they were taking piss out of him. Yeah, yeah. There were all sorts going. He's about. like a movement
1: yeah. coach. Yeah, yeah. Playing um, touch, but that's, yeah. that's what Diaz said. Yeah. playing touch? But do, with...
2: do, do you think how is how is then like psychologically now although he's still got that drive to be the best? Do you think through that it's another experience? What? I'm aware of is when he had a, a bit of a, an issue with somebody in a pub, you know, and so there's a lot of like, people going negative towards him from yeah, what, yeah what he, there. He, he needs to play a bit of a nice guy so to get a bit of is he trying to fetch that back round, but then still be it's yeah, that, it, it, that I, instinct of so. winning that fight. Yeah, I think because so. I'm interested in how he's being that way and he's slightly adjusting to in and in another way, but there must be some logical, psychological yeah. belief yeah, system happening He to went so, up, like he had like a really, Did that make sense?
1: Yeah, he had a really bad run of press, like he had allegations in, in Ireland, like there were like sexual assault allegations, then he went and had, right. he had this fight with uh Khabib, where he were like super disrespectful to Khabib, and his family, and his religion. Is that the Russian guy? Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. Uh, so he's like a Russian Muslim, and he were asking him like, do you want, a, do you want some mi- mi- proper whiskey? And he threw a, a dolly through a bus, and then, he lost. went on another bender and ended up punching an, Iri- an old man in an Irish pub. Yeah, yeah. That's and it, was like, it was just like it was just a massive dickhead. Like any fan that he had, probably going to lost by at that point. Yeah. yeah. So that's now it's like the redemption. All
3: missing the fact that he said he, he's aiming for and his number one goal is Khabib in Moscow. Yeah, and so I think having the same attitude that he's had towards fighting and Khabib, he's going to really struggle to get Khabib in
0: Moscow. And if he does get it, he probably won't make it out of Russia.
1: <laughs> nah, he's been, he's been to Moscow. This recently, he's been to. It'll be yeah. right, actually,
0: but. one of my mates is his bodyguard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah so, any on inside what? scoops? I'll go on. <laughs> no, no, oh, really. oh, You know, you know what? Then. You know what? So, so I mean, he's a mate of mine. He actually trains at Body's Gym. Is that? Right. I bet you've met him, Ricky Truman. He's called. He's a paratrooper. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, he's fucking yeah. trained super hard. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he, he's like, oh yeah, I'm. Uh, he we're doing pirate hunting they were out doing that on boats and stuff and then uh he's like oh yeah i'm doing clothes protection now for mcgregor and i'm like oh cool and then i saw a picture of him the other day like mcgregor walking and ricky's behind him and stuff so he's actually with him all the time and uh, he said he said uh, like middle at night like four o'clock he would be like we're off at gym and he'll have to go to the gym with him and stuff and he says he trains so fucking hard yeah so he's like honestly he's like this guy ricky trains hard you know what i mean i've he's, seen him train I yeah think yeah me to him yeah he's, he's a beast yeah. and then and he's like fucking al mcgregor's like another level like he's training so fucking hard it's like crazy so to come from him someone who, who knows what our training looks like yeah he's definitely
2: course, the, when you're getting you get up time right, at four in the morning in a different yeah he's so, he's, right? he's waking yeah. up and he's just What's thinking that? about yeah.
0: right i need to do something yeah. now like he's asleep i'm yeah. Yeah. i need to train you know that's class isn't it that? Yeah, <laughs> I've
1: been watching uh, a lot of that SES who dares
0: wins recently I've been binge oh, watching I, it see we had Rico interviewed by them Yeah, I'm gutted Rico didn't get on that because <laughs> they came to the gym and interviewed him and it was so positive they were like oh fucking hell this story you know Rico's got a great story and, and I thought he's definitely getting on that and it, they, they never called him so possibly
3: because he's too good <laughs> maybe <laughs> too yeah you won't fail. They've all got. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. All got you know story. what? There's a there's,
0: yeah. a there's a point. I, I reckon you're
1: right there because you watch the. Obviously, they've got to build a bit of a narrative, and everyone's got this like skeleton in the closet. Yeah. You know, every single because they've got. You know, it's the reality TV show, yeah. and I I'm watching it and I'm thinking, fucking Rico, would smash this. I I watched it because obviously we've seen him fight, fa- we've seen him trade for. It's not good to watch. Then is no, it? it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> someone just wins easy. Oh. We could. Yeah. It, it would get through it. Like you know, physically I'd get through it. I think mentally I'd get through it. I just, yeah, so that's probably why I didn't get the call up, yeah, you know. But I mean, I've, I've been obsessed with that and watching how, how people sort of... So
2: it's handled it too well. So they want people who are going to like stumble and make TV. Yeah. So yeah. If you're playing, make a fool, yeah. Make a fool yeah, p- yeah. But if he's going to play and sell through it, it's, it's more interesting where somebody breaks down. Yeah. I mean, I watched it last week and at Middleton, they were interviewing, they were doing the psychological bit with him and he was cleaning the desk while... The yeah. girl was sat in front, then he just said something like, you're fucking boring. Yeah, yeah, the CrossFit broke it. <laughs> yeah. Just broke her. Yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see
1: it. I did not see this. Basically, i just sat there, just like just, Yeah, it was just, just chilling. disinterested. Yeah, yeah. And the, yeah. the lady were like, oh, I feel like, I feel like she's really a CrossFit athlete. She's like, I feel like I'm a really good uh, fit for this. I've got a good mentality. I do CrossFit. I compete at a high level. I blow blah, this. Blah, blah, blah. You're like... Fucking boring. God. <laughs> and like didn't even look at her. They just fucked her off. And yeah. she like in tears.
2: <laughs> just- she were in bits. Yeah. But prior to that, she was like, yes, I'll yeah. go up against any male, not that, you know, they, they shouldn't, but yeah. she so was really selling that yeah, part. Yeah. But Yeah. I remember we did our quit, we okay. did our
1: uh, seven day exercise with Marines up on Dartmoor, and I watched guys like breaking down in tears. Man, it was just mental, like because yeah. when you when you are sleep deprived, when you are like sat out, it rain fucking pissing down, you're in wet and dry. It's just shit. It's yeah. awful, and you've got to sit at it. Like for me, we're like it's only seven days. That pro- so the program SCSO days wins. It's a, it's a seven I think it's a seven day or a nine day program. So ultimately. You've, that's just seven days of your life. You just, if you think the end goal is seven you know, it's seven oh. days away, but people break yeah. after day one, oh. you know, whether it's physically, mentally. But you know it's all going to be done in seven days, but it's still, it's still too much. And it's kind of what we're saying about that flow state and about fighters and going to fight camps and things like that. Yeah. It's probably worth talking about now what you actually went through in the seminar so that people listening have got a bit of a backstory about, about the mindset of a, a fighter.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's got, like, just talking about that, that psychology, you know, breaking people, Fight, fighting's good because just before a fight, it's like, that's like when you broke someone down, because you can be all, oh yeah, I'm going to fucking smash this guy, but when you've warmed up and it's like two minutes to go and you're about to get in, that's when as a coach, you can look at someone, or if you just didn't change the room as a spectator or whatever, yeah. you can look and be like, fuck me, he's scared, or th- th- you'll be able to see in it. The, the emotion that's under everything, you can see it at that one moment. You see, yeah, you see all it on,
1: on Facebook and on Instagram and you I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, but you, the true character's there yeah. just before. Out, just yeah.
0: before there's like a moment and you, you
2: see yeah. people for what they really are. It's, you, can't, you can't often hide for long from your true self, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And once you start, like, like this morning, so what we're doing at the seminar I was teaching people how to control that emotion. How to stop that overwhelming, over consuming emotion, what's gonna drain all your energy, what's gonna get you into that fearful state where you're gonna be knackered before you get into the cage or into the boxing ring, you know. And once you start to learn to be able to control that and control them internal movies, what we're all playing, yeah. we all run them through our programming, what we've picked up from wherever we've picked it up. Once you start to be able to learn that and you've got more control within yourself to allow that, when we say flow, that's allowing them skills, what you've learned, that place of least resistance where it's just happening. You don't even think about it. That shot probably just comes, that move just comes to be able to get them in that lock. I don't know the terminologies of your locks and things. So somebody who goes into a place of where they're super stressed, they're not in that place of where they can get into them core skills which is just stored in your frontal lobes, in the front part of your brain, in your frontal lobes. So it was interesting when I, c- I came to Doncaster, to K Steele at Doncaster, yeah. and one of the fighters, sort of privileged enough to be in that position to watch him in the changing rooms and waiting to, to go into the ring, and it was self-doubt and, and questioning himself, and it was going into a bit of a panic mode and into a, a, a place of stress, and then... Rico was there, coaching him along and talking him out of that place, and even to where he was shouting instructions to the lad when he was actually in the cage. And I could see the lad was connecting to what Rico was doing, and he actually talked him down to be in a place of of flow, yeah, where skills just came out, and, it, and he actually won. But yeah. to see the transformation of being in the place of where it was very uncomfortable, and it, it was it was touching on panic, yeah, to be able to talk back down into that place and manage himself to allow himself to win that. So for us this morning, it's about teaching people to be able to get into that place, to self-coach themselves with a mind, not just prior to a fight, you know, from getting up in the morning, get yourself into flow. Yeah. Like your, your metaphor what you use about the bamboos, you're in the bamboos. Yeah, I'm I to explain that. And I, uh,
1: yeah. I, I, this, I, I only came across
2: it this week, but I've, sort of, I've always had a sort
1: of a mindset. Like I've got this end goal in sight yeah. and it's, it, it's, everyone wants instant gratification, don't they? Like it, most things now people want it instantly and nothing comes instantly, especially you'll notice if we can try athletes, but like in anything, business, life, whatever your go, goal is, it's going to take a while to get there. And then somebody said this analogy, it's like a bamboo shoot. If you wanted to grow about like a bamboo shoot, for, for the first year you'll water and it'll grow like six inches. And then you water it for another year and it'll grow another six inches. And year three, again, six inches. For year four, Still six inches and you're like, where's, where's this fucking bamboo shoot? And most people might have jacked in between that, but on year five, it'll grow six foot. And that's the same with sort of any of your goals really. Like if you just keep watering your bamboo shoot, if you keep doing that little bit every day, maintain that, that mentality that you are gonna get to this end goal or whatever you're trying to achieve and just keep putting in the right effort, whether it be your diet, whether it be uh, personal development, self-development. If you just keep watering your bamboo shoot every day, and eventually you'll get the shoot, you know? And that's, that would, for me, were just, I don't know, like an epiphany. I'm like,
2: fucking hell yeah, that's what I've been trying to. So, so for you then, you, you've got like, short-term goals, yeah. allow to get to your long-term goals, yeah. and you're very much aware of your short-term goals, because you know they get you to where your desired outcome is, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's back to fetching that in for the fighters, and the training, and the drills, and the skills that you're teaching them, you know, that, that's <coughs> like the short-term goals. But for, for, for us as like triathletes or when we're doing the mind coaching, you know, this is where we need to be on with the mind coaching. When you open your eyes, you've got a choice to what state you're going to be in. Yeah. And, then, and you've got a choice of managing your state. You know, instead of just allowing them all programmes to, to, to hijack you, that little chimp in there, chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. Yeah. You know, you're learning to, to still the mind, to focus on them short-term goals, which might be the nutrition, going for that morning run, being on time, for the sparring session I mean, yeah. we spoke about this on the way here about being on time it's about the preparation absolutely you know being on time not turning up 10 minutes late getting into b- bad routines yeah, you, yeah. you've got to instill them new routines because sometimes you know we can carry bad routines over maybe when i used to twag school and i used to t- attend school late you know yeah, we yeah. might carry that into oh 10 minutes late for work or i'll be five or ten minutes late for for, for danny's session so what we say is no this is when it starts get there 10 minutes before get into that flow state
1: yeah get ready for it
2: get ready for it
1: and that is like that is discipline like that's all I so we spoke about the different well, descriptions the, but like yeah. it, it's, a, it's a discipline like it's ultimately you're responsible for everything that you do in life like I've, i think best thing that ever happened to me were like just when you when i've been away at sea and i've done this and i've done that in my life if you're, if you're 100% responsible for yourself, like you're accountable, you're 100% accountable, you don't blame anybody else, no matter what it is. Once you become really like 100%, this is my life, I, I, I'm, I'm in control of everything that's going on around me. I, I don't blame anybody else. You meet a lot of people that want to blame others. Yeah. You must see fighters. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, it's, it's, it's Jeff's fault because he didn't hold pads for me right or I didn't learn this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And they're trying to blame, it's not fucking it his fault. Well, that's them not in
3: flow then. They yeah. just yeah, faked not in flow, flow. early on. Yeah. Because it's, it's easy to train as you've all guys, you guys have said before we know it in triathlon, runners, swimmer, cyclists and you'll see it in your fighting world fantastic in training super strong, super fit on the treadmill, pounding the, the legs on there on the bike, knocking the watts out so they're, they're kind of faking this persona and then when they actually come down to the point when flow is really needed that flow is not strong and the reason why it's not strong is because they've been, they've not been refining their rituals within their day. They've just taken it as routine. And yeah. routine's no good. There's got to be a purpose to that flow. Which way is the flow going? Is it going right, left? Where where do I need to adapt to that flow? What am I getting from that? What am I getting from it? What do I read from it? So when when the hard time comes in the changing room, or for you guys, uh, what's going through my head now? Why has the flow stopped? What do I need to do to create that flow again and stop what's coming in? And it's only going to be as good as the practice you've been giving it. If you're not practicing it properly, one hundred percent, you're faking that energy you're giving to it. You're just bouncing off the reliability of your coach. You're just bouncing off the reliability of your friends and your colleagues in there. Then no,
1: there's and, and,
3: got to be self
1: and that's push. A, and that yeah, that's that's accountability in it because if you look at I, I imagine a lot of people it, what they do in life like they want to put on this persona or this, this, this vibe fighters might do it I want to, I need to look like a decent fighter in front of Danny or in front of all these mm. potential people I need to I need to match them or I'll be good for them but if they do it for themselves and every, everything they do if, if it's for the, to better themselves and be accountable 100% for the fighting it do not matter what Danny thinks because they know they've given 100% in everything that they're doing and they are going to get better do you know what I mean like it just mm. I don't and know he, that
3: they can give Danny 100% yeah that's maybe for an hour Two yeah, hours. yeah, yeah. There's another 22 hours in day. 100%. Yeah. Right. So what they're doing for the other 22 hours? How how is their sleep flow? Yeah. How is their breakfast flow? How is their, you know, meditative state flow? I don't talk about meditative as in crossing my fingers together and crossing my legs and humming. I'm talking about the words I'm saying to myself every day. Yeah. It's, in it's points it's where I'm going to gonna question myself. I'm just about to swear and rant at somebody. No. When I'm going
2: to. Calm myself. Pav
1: said it in about being on the treadmill, you know, like that is when you are, you've just got your just, demons. Before,
2: before you go into that, the treadmill, just going, but that's really interesting what he said there about, you know, flow is not meditation. Yeah. You know, meditation is where you're centered and you're open and you're present at this time, okay? And you don't have to have your eyes closed like Dean said and oh, chanting away. <laughs> being in flow is being present and being focused on the objective and the outcome. Yeah. Not and when you focus an objective on the outcome, you know, you've more chance of getting to where you want to get to. Getting that instilled in there, people just think that, you know, flow is when I'm again like at training, I and mean, we can't reinforce this enough. It's not just when you're training, it's not just when you're fighting, you know, it's from when you're getting up, like you're saying, taking that accountability, yeah. having personal responsibility to you to manage yourself without looking at your coach to manage your mind right? and, and creating, you know, some where, oh, I'm only feeling all right when I'm with my coach. You've got to feel all right when you're not with your coach. You've got to run them drills through your mind day in, day out from getting up and going to sleep. You've got to be really passionate about what you do. And it, the more passion you get into what you're doing, the more focus you've got. You will not be in flow if you ain't got focus. You'll not be in flow if you ain't got passion have got to have passion in your sport. And you've got to really, again, back to what you're saying, and, and I'm repeating it again, you've got to have ownership of your own emotions, your own feelings. And back to, like, if something's not holding the pads right, you know, it's like you've got to make adjustments in a fight anyway. You know, it's not looking for excuses, is yeah. it? And because if, it's, if, if you're looking for excuses, you're looking for ways out. So it's like, what do I need to do better next time? Yeah. You know, what needs to happen for me to, to excel more? What needs to... It might be right and it's a class there or I need to work on that a little bit more. So, again, us as, as triathletes, like Dean said earlier on, it might a bit more time on the running or a bit more time on the swimming or a bit more time on the bike. You've got to have a goal, you've got to have outcomes, you've got to know what you want you've got to know what you need <coughs> to do to be able to get what you want. And that just isn't, you know, a mindset. what is evolved... Just in the gym. It almost sounds... Sa- every
1: day. Yeah, it almost living. sounds like it's... Because what we talk about, it, it's almost like obsessive. Like I completely, 100% agree with what you're saying. And I think you, you, those listening could think that maybe it's just going to take over their life. Like it's going to affect the family, like your downtime. You know, Danny still won't spend time watching Toy Story with Roman or whatever, you know. I you not how to do that.
2: Yeah. But you're in, That's but still it, flow. It's still flow. Yeah, exactly. I know, it's and yeah. It's is it, is in, is in flow yeah. with Roman. It's in flow with his relationship. Yeah. So for scale flow, like we spoke yeah. you know, earlier on, you know, from one to 10, when I'm ready to fight and I'm good to go, I'm going up towards the 10. But I'm in flow state, when I'm in flow state, I'm present with Roman, yeah. I'm present with the wife, I'm present with my friends. Flow, people are in, so what we're talking really about being in a conscious place, aren't we? yeah. we're being in a place, right? Do we yeah. want our old programs to run how we were, 10, 15, 20 years ago? I certainly don't you know I want to be present and I want to be there for people and again I want to be able to listen and not just be a responder
1: Yeah.
2: I want to appreciate where I am I want to take in my environment where I am I want to be aware of the experience for it You know, I'm just making memories, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. You know, and what I'm doing is my mind's taking a snapshot of this experience today. And then when I think about it, there's emotions connected to it. I love being here. It's making me excited. It gets me into flow. So when I think about it, I'm just in that place of least resistance. I'm in flow. Yeah, Yeah. Like when we've done the presentation this morning with Danny, I took a snapshot of that, took a picture of it. There's emotions connected to it. The work that we did with the lads, got them out, did a little bit of NLP stuff with them, a little bit of mind management with them, give them some resourcefulness, give them some tools to help them along, whichever way that is, whether that's just everyday living or fighting. Because everyday living, you know, it's managing your state. And that's what we're talking about. And then we use, you know, we're in flow or we've just got a good vibe or I'm being whatever I'm being, there's different words connected to what we're talking about, yeah, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So what all I'm saying is, let's work on trying to get as good a vibe in your body as possible. Yeah, because I remember when, because, you, when you first said about flow before, like, like Rico were probably one of the first times I'd heard about
1: the, this flow and I just thought it was when just before like you getting to the cage, right? No, this flow man, state. no, But no. Because that's what I, most people might assume Yeah, as well. yeah,
0: I, I would I would have thought the same, you know, like I've seen it in fights, like someone like Louis or Bram, you know, they start the fight and then at a certain point in the fight you can see there's a change and then they're in flow and everything they do, do works. They're super creative. Yeah. You know, they're landing stuff and they're adapting to what their opponent's doing and I can I can physically see it. I can see that it's happening in front of me and I, I, get, I get excited. I think, fucking hell, this is <laughs> this is it. They're in, like they cannot be beat. You know, when they when they enter that mode, it's almost like they can't be beat now because I can see that they've, they're in yeah. that. It's like being at Matrix.
2: Yeah I mean, absolutely it's, it's the yeah. amount of
3: attention you're giving a moment in time. Yeah. You've got Sometimes to have attention. you are that's it one hundred percent attention. That's yeah. when the flow's at 100 mile an hour. Yeah. You might be giving it just a little bit of percentage and then the flows drops a little bit. That's yeah. when you allow yourself to watch Toy Story with your kids and this, but you're still not uh stopped. You've not stopped yeah. the water flowing. You are in a good place. And yeah. the key thing is also is when mm. you're in flow that it's always ongoing that you don't fix things that are broken in your technique or fix things that are broken in your fitness regime. You're always refining it, you know, for myself and John as swimmers, we might be working on a stroke angle of our arm, left arm, right arm, one's not as strong as the other. So just because we do some drills to fix it, doesn't mean it's fixed. Yeah. That impingement there will always be there. The kick, the knee, the guy with the knee problem, he will always have that problem. So he can't just think I've spent a week on it, it's fixed. Because no, that's again against flow, you've got to be continually working on the potential weaknesses that can develop again. So you're always at
2: hundred percent. And and you know your emotions, just a garden system. Your emotions will tell you exactly where you are at that time, exactly where you are. If you're not feeling in that place you want to be, then what we teach people is how to change that emotion to get into that place of where they want to be, and then just point your own missile. To where you want that missile to go. And you know, missiles, I can send a missile now to America and they're that good with it, it could go straight into somebody's front room and land in Astray. That's how good they are. Yeah. That's how precise they are, aren't they? So the mountains come, it's gone around the mountain yeah. or over the mountain. They don't have obstacles. We don't need to put obstacles there, but people do put obstacles there. When you're in flow state, there's no obstacles. And you know, in life, just general life, moving away from fighting, we do have obstacles, but we've got to look at how do we get around that. What do we need to do to be able to get around that? What do we need to do to get over that? And once you're in that way of thinking, you know, thoughts produce thoughts, then you'll just thought, "All oh, right, yeah, I'm <coughs> solution focused." Yeah. How you talk to yourself will determine how you act, because thoughts produce feelings, and feelings produce behavior. If you get into asking the right questions. You're gonna get the right vibes, and you tend to act on your feelings. Do you so? Does that make sense? Yeah, it
1: totally makes sense. And what we're gonna just say about that is, um, like perspective is a massive thing as well. Would you do you ever talk about this? So like when you talk about sort of what well, so well, somebody was talking talk about the knee today, yeah. they're literally looking at the knee and the laser focus. Like my fucking knee's doing my head in. Like it's been injured for this long, yeah. and just looking down at that knee, and that is 100 percent of their efforts are looking at it but they're not looking at the perspective. And you, you talk about um, opening... You open you, focus. Open focus, yeah. Whereas like they're just laser focused on the knee. And so it's a narrow focus. Yeah. So Whereas narrow
2: it's... focus is like anxiety, stress, worry. Yeah. So all I did with him was took into an open focus. Which
1: should be a change of perspective, wouldn't it? Yeah, so he doesn't yeah. have the
2: same energy towards us. Yeah. He's more relaxed about it. So what vibe do you want through your body? Do you want a stressful vibe going through your body? This fucking knee's not going to yeah. fix. Or, or do you want that... I'm yeah. quite relaxed with this, yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's and, like and we we're, we're talking about process.
0: just your mind, but obviously that's affecting like cortisol in your body, the stress hormone. It, it is, it is actually there Massively. is actually a physical response to how you feel, is. like uh, what serotonin
2: yeah. when yeah. you're happy or whatever. Danny, oh, we are like, a chemical making machines, mate. Yeah. We're more than machines. You the know?
3: Hormones are fighting for supremacy. Yes, yes always. So if you if cortisol's winning, yeah, it's. Kicking the head in on the happy hormones, yeah, yeah. so you've got to be able to control that hormone so it's not outweighing the good. See, and course, yeah. it was good. Yeah. Sometimes you want to be. Mm, I'm gonna let a bit of it go. Yeah. Because it needed, like you had in your fan, John.
0: You yeah.
3: Knocked the guy out. Yeah. You just released a bit more. Yeah. You didn't know it, but you did.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, so like, so much w- of it, it's not good, is it? No. it? No. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a fat hormone as well. You know, we've worked with people yeah. in the past. Around weight management, it'll suppress the fat burning process. It suppresses yeah. the fat burning process. What stress does? Yeah. yeah. Stress yeah. hormone, yeah. Stress so hormone causes so That
1: then will then affect your weight management. So cool. It'll make you put on weight. It could yeah. potentially. Yeah. yeah. Or right. of, yeah. Start That's why you see a lot of people who
0: diet. take antidepressants get fatter. Because of yeah, the, the ability it to like, build because it, because it does with uh, messes around with the, with the hormones and stuff. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, with all this, let's take it back because you've not really spoken <laughs> much about about yourselves. You know, like what what you've done and stuff. So we're talking about what we did this morning, and but like with this mind coaching and all this positive mindset and everything, did that come first, or did triathlon and sports come first? For you. you know what I mean so did you did you get into triathlon and then you realised wow this is a big part of it I need to get really good at this oh well that's something think,
2: do not want to go first
3: I think for myself I always had that mindset I didn't know it
0: yeah yeah I thought it was a bit weird yeah
3: in a sense because I always expected to win I always had this expectation of doing excellence and I'd be frustrated if I didn't do it so I'd always looked at how I can better myself and uh, I would look at the the Ironman race, uh, which is the triathlon, again as a support as a sport, Ironman's probably as only as old as MMA. It's yeah, it's not old. It had, it. it had its 40th anniversary a couple of years ago, yeah. and mixed martial arts is similar. So it's a sport that's learning, developing in terms of how do you blend a swimmer, a cyclist, and a runner to complete 180 miles in as quick a time as possible with the right amount of training. Yeah. So the physical aspect was probably the the one I had to work on the most at the beginning because I knew I could do it. A bit like you were talking about earlier, I could. You'd like to just go out and run a marathon. Yeah, That's the be training, because you believe in your physical aspects and yeah. you know you've got that mental strength. So for me, the Ironman is is life. It's not just a, a sport. I the persona of Ironman and that discipline it gives me that control in my life. The way I. Speak to my wife, deal with my kids, the foods I eat, the lifestyle, the friends I have—it's all around me being a better athlete. Yeah, it's not just I do Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's it is a a part of of me. Yeah.
0: It really is. Yeah. And uh, when did you when did you start? Like when you started sports, did you just start? Were you just running? Like, uh, like what what point did you think I want to be a, an Iron Man? Like what what?
3: I don't know. It's like a calling. I think some, you just, you, you see it and think, that's me. Yeah. It, it, you don't, you don't see I think some people will see it and think, God, no, that's way too much. But some people will see it and, yeah, that's that's for me. A bit like in your world, it's there's a difference between boxing with, with your pads and your gloves and head guards at a junior level. But then to go to the knuckle fight, that's yeah. a big jump into yeah. it. And I guess in triathlon, you can have the sprint version or yeah. you could. Go to the Ironman which first. I'm actually got me and Rico are going to do. We're <laughs> yeah,
0: going to in, in yeah. April, we're going to do the, the sprint, sprint, yeah. sprint one. Yeah, I think
3: Iron Man calls you, and, and that sounds spiritual, it sounds you know, in a, in a mind of well being, but it does. I think, don't, would you agree, John? Absolutely, Iron Man is it's a calling. Yeah, once you've been there to that place, yeah, that certain other athletes who have done things and been to places in your boxing when you're fighting world, and you think, I've been to. A, a really dark place there. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and the and dark place usually comes when you're on that run. Mm. The, the distances that not all the time, but you know, the majority of our races now are iron distances, aren't they? Which yeah. Because yeah. the obviously you're, run,
0: you're running last. For people who don't know about yeah. Ironman and stuff, that the, the run is the last. Yeah. The last part, and, that, it?
2: and that's after two point four mile swim, hundred and twelve mile on the bike, and you've got a marathon to do. So we. we we go to dark places. Yeah,
0: so some people run a marathon and fucking collapse or whatever. Yeah. You know, people train, you know, for years just to run a marathon yeah. or whatever. So you're just doing that as a bit of a finisher well, well, <laughs> on end. But,
2: but, <laughs> it, 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 like Dean's saying, if you cut Dean in half, it'd say, you know, triathlete through and through. You know, he's very passionate about it. And that, that passion <coughs> obviously links then into his, his focus, you know, because you have a passion for focus. The more passion you've got about something, the more focus you've got. And to get into flow, if it's about to flow, you know, you've got to have passion and you've got to have focus and you've got to have a goal. You know, you've got to have things that trigger your mind to get you into that place. So that, that, that's, that's what Dean has. And with us saying it's a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike, and 26.2 mile run, I mean, that isn't from an egotistical point of view, that's just what it is. And we get lots from that. But at that time, you know, there's been times when I've been racing and I'm thinking, oh, I'm not doing another one after this. Yeah. Then I've had to give myself a good talking to. And then day after, i booked another Ironman. Yeah. <laughs> i booked straight back on it. When it's opened, can couldn't wait to get back on it. Yeah. So it's like lads when they go in and maybe they don't have such a good fight and they can't wait to fight again. And yeah. I've got to do it again. What's driving that? And going to me, that's that's, for me... Having 20 plus years working in substance misuse and different substance misuse clinics in the NHS, private clinics, you know, under, trying to understand why people do what they do and, and the changes and the benefits of change and what gives them that drive. That's where my psyche around triathlon and taking myself to them places and being able to change. Than dark places where I can go to. Because I can go to dark places without being in a race like we all can. And to be able to control that internal dialogue becomes because I'm passionate about what I do and I'm passionate about people and seeing people make some changes. But what, you know, you need leverage for change. And I'm really interested in why does somebody do that? Like I spoke earlier on some of my caseload, there were were murderers on it, there there were sex offenders on it, you know. I'm not interested in what they've done, but you know, to be able to talk themselves, to give themselves permission to be able to do that, it intrigues me. Yeah, yeah, it intrigues yeah. me, and it just allows me to write. Definitely, don't want to be that way. Yeah, you know, it shows me where I want to be. And just learning their mind skills, and because I'm that passionate about this, people might think, fucking you know, he's just in that place. Does he ever relax?" But for me, it is relaxing. Yeah. It is relaxing. It gives me a good focus. Yeah, it gives me a good direction. Just like Dean said, makes him a better partner in his relationship <coughs> with his children. You can be more there. You focus. You've got focus attention. You're not drifting off, or you know they're watching the car. Oh, I'll turn that off. i put my program on. You know, it's re- it allows you to respect people from where they are as well. Because yeah, you said about people, that they might think, oh,
1: no, man, fuck that, I can't do that. And they'll think, well, it's just taken over your life. But you've allowed it. You wanted this to be a part of your absolutely Absolutely, yeah. life. Which is, uh, people won't ever look at really it like no, that. They'll be like, oh, oh it's fucking took over his life. You know what you said about...
3: It looks like Danny's life is MMA. Yeah, yeah, Remember that's what it. Was, it I mean, you know, first not, time to have met I've, Danny, yeah. but to me, I it's see it's Danny as MMA. Yeah. yeah. You know, if people say, oh, do you know oh, I know Conor McGregor <laughs> <and Danny Mitchell." laughs> Yeah. You know, because yeah. I can see it. And
2: what, me, the, what do people see? When they see you, all the sea is the tip of the iceberg. Like yeah. we said before yeah. we come in here, there's other aspects to us. But yeah. under the water, you know, relationships, partners, friends. There's multiple parts of us. It's like that analogy where people wear different hats. We do, don't we? Yeah. But you might wear different hats, but you can still take that personality with you. Yeah. You know, you, you don't change your personality, there. You? you know, you... you well, some people do, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some, some people are gifted with it, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, and they can turn that on like flicking a switch, can't they? Yeah. But for me, you know, when I talk about flow state, it's just who I've like, become. But yeah. again, it's different levels of that, and, then, and I'm in a lot better place now at age 53 than I was at 23. You know, so I know what I don't want, and this keeps me what. To what I do want. Do you think
3: when you race, John, I guess this is a bit like a fight as well. Race day, fight day, for me is probably the most relaxing. It's the most enjoyable day. Yeah. Yeah. And on the outset, people are thinking, you're doing what? And you're not stressed about it? No. I've trained. I trust (laughs) myself. I trust my emotions. I know I can eat and feed and fuel. I can swim at X speed. I can ride at X speed. I can run speed to complete that distance in nine but hours because what I want is not always sometimes coming first or claiming a, a spot at a, at a championship event, it's just sometimes look looking back on that event thinking wow, I created a good day there Yeah, you know, I went through some bad spells but I was resourceful to get through the point when I wanted to get off the bike because it was too hot and I had no water left but I put myself into a resourceful place and said right, come on just keep turning the pedals. Focus on getting some oxygen in. Focus on the surroundings. You're only ten miles away from the point where you can get rid of the bike and start running. You know, get some nutrition in because calories will get the, the blood flowing again. Get rid of the bike and it's the marathon time and you're thinking, right, you've done two thirds of the event. And in your mind then you're only thinking, it's just a
0: marathon. <laughs> but <laughs> but whereas a normal person? It would bizarre. be genuinely, like but that's yeah. it. But it genuinely, I'm like, thinking just a marathon. Yeah,
3: and I don't see it as 26. I just seen it as soon as I've made one step.
0: Yeah, you just start and you don't stop yeah. until just it's 20, over. Yeah. It's 25.9. Yeah.
3: So it's no, lo- it's only a marathon for one step. Yeah. After yeah. that, it's going down. Yeah. So and, to and towards finish line, aren't you? And yeah. I'm just going towards finish line. And the first six miles, you do, you feel great, and you've, you've got to be careful what you eat and, and drink because you want to be running fast. yeah. So we drink Coca-Cola, Co- yeah. flat Coke, because it's pure one sugar. So it's not gonna mess around with your stomach with just guzzling Coca-Cola like you've never seen. Every half a mile, there's an aid station. Yeah. So for six first six miles, you're on pure adrenaline. Second six miles, you're entering a place of, <sighs> I'm now beginning to hurt. Legs have gone heavy, pace has dropped slightly. Uh, you're not really aware of surroundings anymore. Things are starting to shut in. Narrow focus is coming, coming without in. you. But you know that's coming. Yeah. If you know there's a dark place coming, you're, you're you're guarded, you've got your weapons ready in your head. And then the final four or five miles, you open up again. It's like, whoa, Pandora's box has opened again. And I'm still in second or third or first. No one's come past me. They ain't going to get me now. I'm going to start to put the hammer down again. And... That's when you realise that after nine hours of racing, there's still more speed there. <laughs> so you think I've not even touched sides yet. Come on! As an endurance athlete, I've got more. It's yeah. amazing. There's what more in the tank. Yeah. So what for me when I finish a race, it's always a case of I'm analysing. Yeah, there were more there. There was more there. If I'd have not slipped up by dropping a water bottle there, and I've had more water on the bike. If I'd have not, I could have swam faster. I eased off slightly. So I'm doing the sums, thinking, yeah, there's. Another ten minutes there. Yeah. yeah. Another PB. Yeah. Another place. So you're analysing where it can get better and stronger, and where your state of mind was tested the most. So where did I get tested the most? Was the heat? Was it the uh, the lack
2: of nutrition?
3: I need to practice that. Practice that more. Yeah. Put myself in that place where.
2: Yeah, in John where it's warm right <laughs> up. There's some heat training. Yeah.
1: That goes back to before these. Cause some people would have. Uh, it, let's say an Iron Man could have just the one Iron Man. That's their achievement. That's their goal, and boom, I've ticked it. Yeah, but well, you're, that's okay. That's that's fine. Absolutely. But for you, there's probably never going to be an end, is there? Because if you've won an never. Ironman Man, for example, and but you're still thinking, "Well, I can do it quicker. I can do it better." So then, there's always more on the horizon. So that flow, that that goal is never. It's just a never ending sort of road, really, is it? You know, yes.
0: like like for the, for those listening, obviously, <clears throat> like we don't know much about, you know. Iron Man itself, but like what what John were explaining and stuff. So this where is it in Kona? Yeah. Hawaii. In, that's, in the Hawaii. Hawaii yeah. that's the world championship. That's the world championship. So so that is just in relation. Obviously talking about MMA. That is like the UFC yeah. of Iron Man. That it's, is like it's pinnacle. That's the pinnacle. So you've raced there four times now.
3: Uh, before years when I do it in 2020. So ah right. I've qualified the yeah. races until October.
0: Yeah. So that's like the highest. Highest level of of Ironman, so that's that's crazy. That's the pinnacle to get yeah. to get
2: to a wire to get to Kona.
0: And, and what kind of times? What like the average times is, but what kind of times are you doing that in?
3: Uh, again, it depends on course, so it can be a, if it's a lake swim or an ocean swim. you are talking my last swim was 55 minutes for 2.5 mile. Uh, the 112 five hours. That's riding at twenty-two point two miles an hour. Fucking <laughs> two hundred <laughs> watts on a it's watt bike. It's just, just yeah, minutes.
0: yeah. It's yeah. just like switching off at that, isn't it? Like like five hours, like holding that but flow. Concentration. Yeah. concentration. we will go back to flow
3: in terms of its attention I'm yeah. giving what's required attention, and that's the skill you develop. The fitnesses will come. Yeah, that's just a natural part of human being development. Yeah. The attention that you're giving something, and how much attention you give to technique, your breathing, your nutrition, you'll get through it. Yeah. The body is amazing. It can do anything. Uh, and they don't run. It's, it could be anything from three hours 05 to 322. For me, some people might be longer. Yeah. But certainly, sub three and a half hours, you would need to do to get a good place. Fucking hell,
2: yeah. It's so the top 1% in the world. That's crazy, yeah. Right, man. Yeah. It's
3: it's good but I mean I John again is a, is an awesome athlete, so you know it's great to train with John and we we're we not we banter ideas around a bit like yourself, you yeah. Like, MMA's new, you're trying new genres, t- being into the mix, new moves, uh new training methods. The, your guys were talking about the water bike and they were talking about the treadmill workouts they were yeah. doing. You know, it's you should never stop trying stuff like that. No, you've got to yeah. keep yourself in yeah. stretch. Yeah. yeah. Just keep trying.
0: Yeah. So, John, as well, like, because obviously I I trained with you, it must have been like 10 or 12 years ago, and I'm, I'm boxing, and you were doing the conditioning sessions. That yeah. were like, when I first met you, you were coming down, you were beasting us, I think it were a Wednesday night, yeah. we'd do some like boxing drills, and then you'd beast us, and everyone got super fit. Um, yeah, it, it was good. So, But at that time, I don't think you were doing triathlon, or was you at that time? What
2: was that? Like I? I've been doing triathlon since... 2010, I think.
0: All right, yeah. Yeah. So, so about ten years. So, so around that time. So, so I probably it, yeah. I probably met you just before you actually got into yeah. fully into it. So what what was you doing before sports wise, and then why did you switch to triathlon? Like what? Yeah, what sports wise,
2: so as a kid, I was done lots of weight weight training and that. Because
0: you did some bodybuilding, didn't you? There's yeah. some some nice pictures of you on your face, but <laughs> yeah, that's it, flexing. Yeah.
2: Nice There's a few naked ones as well. <laughs> 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 He's got them up in the shed, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're up in the shed, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, in my teens, I was doing, doing a few weights and that bit, bit of boxing. And but my I started to get serious in sport around probably the age of 27, and and I, and I moved from Doncaster to Gould for 10 years and I ended up playing rugby for, for, for goal Town and that. And uh, I went to judo club. In Gaul, yeah, in goal. yeah. Uh, call him John. You're John Baker, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I used to, I used to go there on a, John. On, a, on a Friday night and, and uh, maybe on a Tuesday or whatever nights there were. So, and um, I owned my own gym at that time as well, so I was very much in, 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 into the fitness. Got a little bit of a boxing um, sessions going on in the gym as well. And playing rugby, I, I, I snapped my Achilles tendon playing rugby. So I'm sat in my gym and I'm like, I don't know about this Because be that's, ser-
0: that's a serious injury, isn't yeah. it? Achilles tendon. Yeah. Like I, I, I felt mine twine and like, I know that if it goes, it's like oh, serious. Oh, like f- off Yeah, me, yeah. That. yeah. Oof, like that. Serious yeah. business, yeah. Yeah, we
2: was playing, I think we was playing Hull. So I was playing for Goal Town and we were, we, were, we were playing Hull. And so I'm all potted up and I'm sat in my gym and that. And, and this flyer come through the door saying, uh, Mandel Television... Linked to Sky TV, Home and Health, or something like that. Wanted some, um, wanted to be bodybuilders, people who'd never competed in bodybuilding before. <coughs> and they wanted to train him and give me a nutritionist, follow him for 12 weeks, film him for 12 weeks on the show called Body Spectacular. So I, I just filled this application in because I thought, oh. Can't run about, but I can do. You can always do something if you injured, can't? Yeah, yeah. So I can do some benching and some pull downs. I can even do some leg extension, kind of to yeah. a degree and yeah. get them quads going. So I filled the form in and went for some, went to this up to Newcastle, and you had to go through, you know, an interview and. To do these mad things, see if you made good TV. So I'm mad anyway, so I made good TV. <laughs> there were a bit of a story behind me my background, and I was really into mindfulness and meditation then, like I am now. So I got on this bodybuilding regime and, and the trained me, got on nutrition, and, and, and I won like the central Britain um, bodybuilding. Is show. that what the pictures are from? Then? Yeah, that that's there? right. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty so cool. So that got me into to bodybuilding. So I kept that for. Going for a couple of years and entered another show and and and, and came second, but then the, the the rugby was calling me back and I went to playing rugby, and then um, I broke a rib playing playing bloody rugby, and uh, I can remember that at that time with um, my oldest daughter's mum coming to pick me up from the hospital, and saying I'm not coming here anymore. You know, you're just getting injured, so that was like the turning point to leave the the rugby alone, and then I was like. Oh because I've got that competitiveness about me. Yeah. And then I moved back to, to Doncaster and I was um, checking a kid on the pads and he said, oh, I wouldn't mind doing a triathlon. And then I thought, oh, I wouldn't mind doing a triathlon. <laughs> <laughs> so we trained for this triathlon. And then it was like, we'll go, the Hatfield Triathlon yeah. we were going to yeah. do, which was a sprint one, I think it was a 750 swim, 20k bike, 5k, 5K run. Yep, that's so we'd entered this. So this was maybe in like the January and it was in July. So we've got plenty of time, but we're like, so we'd entered it. I thought, Let's do one before that. So we went to El And we did <laughs> friggin' El before that triathlon. And I went and did Rippon and triathlon. And, and before I got to the sprint, so I set off at these mad distances first. Yeah. Um, and up in the lakes. And that just really opened the door up then to that triathlon for me. I just really got really passionate about it and really fell in in love with the sport and I went and had some swimming lessons I went and got a a coach at that time called um, Kev Dawson and he got me going on the bike showed me what we're all about getting levels and and, and stuff like that and it just went from there and it's, it's just grown and grown and grown and grown and grown and grown and sport for me you know it's again as much as my mindfulness and my meditation and working daily on trying to become the best I can be, but not from an egotistical or an arrogant part, just within myself, especially around my parenting and, and, and being a partner and, and, and being there for people, because obviously I don't work in NHS, but I still do therapies at home with people. So I'm working with people low mood, anxiety or within sports. You know, it, it just became part of that. It, it, it was like the whole package for me, yeah. because what I'm teaching people there, I can do when I'm running. I can do when I'm swimming. I can do when I'm on the bike, and I, and I just felt very congruent. You know, I've got that heart and mind coherence, that that balance in my life. And and you know, what you're passionate about, you're going to keep doing more of, or you should keep doing more of. Because if you don't keep doing more of it, you're not that passionate about it, are you? Yeah, yeah. And and I just think with being a, an older athlete at the age of 53, it's something that can. Do for the rest of my days, you know. Yeah. I, we race against people, you know. They're like in the seventies. Yeah, you know. I'll well. be racing for being in the um, European one for, for Great Britain. I've raced for Great Britain in age group as well, triathlon like Dean yeah. like has. I can remember being in racing age group and you know the people are like in the seventies yeah, and I think the yeah. oldest man in Kona, yeah. well in his late seventies, weren't he last year? Oh, that's fucking, hell, that's fucking bad. Uh, but they're smashing it in the great, getting great times.
0: So for, for your age group, so you're 53. For, mm. for your age group, like, are you like the, the top of that age group in terms of triathlon competition? Like, I,
2: how I'm rank it, you get gold, silver, bronze, don't you? Yeah. So Dean's a gold athlete. I've got. To, I didn't race last year through injury, so I haven't got like a ranking. But I've got to silver. So he's in, Dean's in the top 1%. I've got to, I think it's top 5% yes. and it goes down like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm quite happy. Still pretty decent, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, quite I'm quite happy. It's not bad. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I'm quite happy for the progress that I make. Yeah. But a lot of that, again, it's like the Dean. I've, I've been coached off for Dean, so i went from Kev to Dean. and you know, They have great models and, and being an NLP practitioner, for me, it's the old school NLP where it's based on excellence. How does somebody perform? Yeah. And, and I knew he was a great athlete and I met him in New York and not with New York, Lanzarote. Lanzarote. We, we were doing Ironman Lanzarote and we were staying in the same place and I'd heard about this Dean Kirkham and that and he has a great, you know, um, he has a good following and, and people are like, good athlete. And he is a good athlete. Good athlete. And like, you, you'd think that I would fit, but, it's gone another level so yeah. it is you know doing a lot, a 920 for an ironman distance then best i've done is a, uh, a, a 1045 you know look at the difference there yeah you know, it was a 55 swim you know, i think my best is a 103 and he, he did a sub five hours in mexico um last year yeah it's just amazing it's amazing yeah what your body can do when you put yourself in that place and trust in it. Yeah. And then your self-reflection of where, yeah, I can get a bit more there. And it doesn't sound a lot, 10 minutes, over 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike and a marathon, but it is a lot. Yeah. It means everything. It means everything. I'm going second. back to Lanzarote. You know, in, It's nine, 18 weeks today, yeah. Lanzarote. I'll sign website. up. Where do I sign up? No, I, I'm, I ain't <laughs> I've got my numbers on the board from the last time I was there. And the last time I was there is when I met Dean. Yeah. And I'm breaking it down, what I can take. I did a, I think I did a, it's very, very early. I, I did a 12.08 there. I won't, I won't take that eight minutes off. I want to go sub, you know, I want to go sub 12. What can I shave off on the swim? My swimming's got better. My cycling's got better. Yeah. My running's on four. Get yeah, the
0: nutrition. Does he have like a time cap? Yeah. yeah. So because because I, I'd, I'd love to do it, me, but I'd be that guy who would just laugh. Like, I'd complete <laughs> it no matter what, but I'd be that guy who just last. Like, like London well. Marathon, where like, guys yeah. in
3: suits
1: are still doing it a week the later.
3: Course. Yeah. On the, on the swim, you've got two hours and 20 to complete. Yeah. So so if, there you're, is. if you're not on beach by after two hours and 20 of the start run, your race is over. Yeah. If you're not back on your bike after. Ten and a half hours I think it is then your race is over yeah if you're not at halfway point on the marathon at maybe 14 then again you're pulled out right. so you've got a commitment to hit markers yeah. throughout that time
0: yeah I'd, l- I'd love to do one eventually
1: like build up to that is um I've got a question so I I, I might have mentioned it on the last podcast but um in the old school days of like hunting and stuff and like as younger generations, they're like sprinters. So like you'd have the older generation hunting down over long distances, tracking and then the youngers would be like obviously sprinting and attacking. It's like
2: the tortoises and the hare, isn't it? Yeah,
1: so is it true in life that like the better athletes are the ones that are knocking on in older ages rather than... So would, would somebody of your caliber be in the 25 years old, for example, or is it mainly like 30 to 50 year olds? Like how, what's the what's the split
0: uh, yeah what's like the uh, age range uh, the,
2: the how old is Jan Jan's for now he's 38
3: 39 mm-hmm. so world champions, is 38 39 yeah yeah so that is so that I, is older than,
0: mo- than most other sports yeah I you think
3: know. a certain discipline and a certain adherence to tolerance of pain and a commitment to something is developed as you get a little bit older yeah yeah uh, mm. but not to say a younger guy can't do it either you know uh, it's like I've said before our sport's quite new yeah. So there'll be there'll be twenty year olds coming through that. We'll do right now. No, the twi- If you look to the uh, overall finishing, like stats, you'd probably say the first ten percent is full of thirty to forty five year olds. Yeah, You're the fastest, Quite yeah. well, the fastest. That's fascinating yeah. that, isn't it? Because like, it, it was yeah. like that in
0: UFC. I mean, for a time, you you had like what you know, Randy Couture was the heavyweight champion. He's forty six years old. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and it was like I I always say this thing where like the 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 best fighters it's where um your sort of physical attributes your youthfulness meets your experience. Yeah. So at the some crossover. point at some point there's a crossover and that's where you're best and then obviously your physical attributes are going to start to diminish and you're just relying then on your experience. Mm-hmm. So but there is that crossover point and I think it's different in all sports. I think for MMA it used to be. It used to be later because of the amount of learning, like especially that I had to do because I didn't have an MMA coach. I had to go to boxing, jiu-jitsu, wrestling. I had to learn them all separately, put them all together. So that took 10 years just to do that. Mm. And then I had to try and fight. Whereas now I could teach somebody that in three years. Yes. So now the the champion. Yeah. Oh, you got John Jones? How old was John Jones when he was champion? Twenty, twenty-one. Twenty-one, I think. Twenty-one years old, and he was UFC champion, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. So I think that the bar has been lowered in terms of age in the UFC. Yeah.
3: That's because you guys have laid a foundation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you've done the hard work. <laughs> yeah, and that's probably the same with you. Like over yeah. time, you you'll refine your training yeah. program so much that you know the the younger generation will just be able to copy that yeah, and they'll be pass able, it on, yeah, they'll yeah, be yeah. able to get to your stage faster than you did and, yeah. and modeling people absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
3: and I, and I'm not shy of comp- competition either yeah if someone wants to go and beat me and Fantastic, you um, know. Uh, I, you like, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I like, I bet you like. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. gonna beat Danny Mitchell up in a ring. Yeah, yeah. You're, gonna, you're not gonna be like, no. I think. <laughs> for, Come on then. Yeah. I think for
2: you, there, Dean, that puts you into your flow state. Oh, like, oh doesn't absolutely. I you know, that love bit that bit competition. Of, yeah, competition. It's that, yeah. a good trigger for us. I was gonna say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we it. all have triggers, don't we? Yeah. You know, it's, it's a good trigger for Dean. My observation of him: the more quality of the field fetches his qualities yeah. out yeah. It allows him to perform to perform at his best yeah. so he likes that little bit of resistance yeah and he's like, yeah fetch and, it and that's a that's a really strong mental attitude but, to have yeah. isn't it
1: because some people could crumble under yeah you
2: know. I, I say this quite often today he has when he's racing he has like a fighter's mentality yeah you know he has that and and, and that gets him them great results yeah. and it, it gets him to that finish line you know and with that's a big part of, 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 um, of Dean's DNA, that little bit of internal life. Yeah, I want that. I want that little bit of edginess. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah when people are talking, oh, I've seen this guy, he's been doing this. And, yeah. yeah. And, and I suppose for a fight, you need that little bit of controlled aggression, if you like, I suppose that's what we're talking about, aren't we? And you can have that in your flow, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Where it's controlled, where it's hijacking you, and you're just going into that, what we spoke about earlier on, just that emotional state. You know, you need to be a thinking fighter. And a thinking fighter is a dangerous fighter. Yeah. yeah. You know, somebody who just loses the plot. One thing is, you've gone to a different part of your brain, you ain't got them resources in what you've taught them. They need to be in, you know, the frontal lobes where they can connect to them drills you've taught them to be able to win that fight. Yeah,
3: yeah. That's it's a good just, point, isn't it? Because I think sometimes with the flow, it might sometimes people will misinterpret that. Yeah. I think flow means, I mean, like a nice, calm person. No, no. flow yeah, yeah. is... I'm enhancing the aggression even more Yeah. when it needs to be used.
0: Yeah. But, you, but you, you can t- control it. You can turn it on and off. Turn it on and off, and on and yeah, off yeah. flicking the switch.
2: Because yeah. like we said, there's yeah. different scales of it, isn't there? When, yeah. when you were Roman and, and yeah. the missus watching the movie, yeah. you, you know, you can be in that flow there,
1: you know? It's so funny because people are going to be sat there and it's going to be blowing the mind. Because like <laughs> you've, you've, basically what's happened is you've you've picked this one word to describe. <laughs> so you're saying this is flow. But it's got so many different ways that it can go. Like, there's no, phys- like, there's no real description. I completely understand right. what you're saying, and I'm hoping I'm hoping,
0: I'm yeah. hoping other people have That's really,
2: but it's true. It it is t- like t- yeah. it's like Jedi. It is, yeah. I love
0: Star Wars, by yeah. the way. I'm a Star <laughs> Wars geek, so yeah.
2: You, know, you feel like with are Marvel characters at times.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like that. And a lot of people get into this, when you start talking about energy, then people start thinking, ah, oh, this is fucking bollocks. <laughs> All yeah. energy is but, is
2: feelings. But there is,
0: yeah. It's like, I, I've said it before, when when I've talked to you about, you know, fighters and stuff, I've always said, when I train with you, when I'm like around you, yeah. I get like a good energy. Like yeah. I feel, I feel good. I think, fucking I feel yeah. good. Yeah. And I, you know what I mean? And that, yeah. And there'll you be you don't cert- get that from everyone. I bet, yeah, you? yeah, that's it. There'll be certain people <coughs> where you, don't, where you don't get that. Again, what
1: we said earlier about choosing your circles. Like I yeah. sort of say that to people as well. Like you've got these people that do try to bring negative. Don't let it affect you. And you, choose, you're in control of your circle of people, and you can dictate who's around you. Same for you've dictated your life. Like Iron Man has taken over your life because you've chose it to, and you've Absolutely. chose your circle to fit your Iron
0: Man. Yeah,
3: and it's my work. Yeah, you know, I coach triathletes. I work with triathletes, strength and conditioning, swim coaching, run coaching. So it's it's very similar to MMA, income, isn't it? Yeah. When you, if you it's think about income. MMA, because
0: like we've got a little project we're doing where you know online, which we'll advertise at a LA later date, but we're basically breaking down. When you break down MMA, it comes to three things: striking, wrestling, and grappling. So you've got all your stuff where you're punching, kicking, elbowing, kneeing. You have got wrestling, which is anything that's taking Josh from standing to the ground. And then you've got grappling, which is everything on the ground, submissions, movement, all yeah. that. So you've got like three, basically three things you've got to train separately. Yeah. And then the transition between striking yeah. and wrestling. There's a yeah. crossover. And the and then the transition between wrestling and grappling, there's a crossover. That's pretty much triathlon. Yeah. Three sports. There's a yeah, transition like between. Yeah. It's very very similar. Yeah. Obviously, you've got the Diaz brothers who do triathlon. Yeah. You know, that, you know. P- people argue, oh, this kind of fit, you know, CrossFit don't work for MMA, Triathlon don't work for MMA. There's there's all these mad things, but obviously they're doing Triathlon and it's they're the, the, yeah. no, they're known in MMA as like super cardio machines. That's what they're known they've for. They've got a
2: good endurance. Yeah, endurance base. E- even a sprinter needs endurance. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so what they've got is they've got the endurance. Yeah. That, the, the the crux of, of of your fitness is your endurance. Yeah. It's not and quite they smoke weird. a lot. Smoke a lot of weed as well. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: It's crazy right? it's like they smoke and then they do yeah. triathlon. Yeah, it's fucking. It's mental, isn't it. Fucked.
2: <laughs> do, do you know, Dan. It's up, sometimes it's, it's 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 amazing what you can make fit and what you can make work for you yeah. as an individual. Like we said earlier on, we're all the same but different. Yeah, yeah. And depending on your view towards that, it's like. We talk about the placebo effect. Oh, if I smoke this it might make it thicker, fitter, faster, stronger. For <laughs> yeah. other people it might be oh, if I smoke this, I'll let it down. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, depending on your concept and what your belief is to what you're doing. Yeah. You know, some will have the sugar pill, some will have some strong THC. Yeah. You know. Probably get the same effect. Yeah. So, you know, the mind for us is a massive it's everything. Yeah, yeah, everything comes from there. Our perceptions of people—we all form different beliefs and about people—and that even spoke to us yet. Yeah, you know, we have perceptions and beliefs around what people do or what they don't do, and they have their own. And that, um, depending on what their beliefs is around it, they gives themselves permission to do it. And if they think it's doing them a world of good, it probably is on 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 some level. <gasps> but then you can go to another level, like with smoking weed, where they're getting, you know cannabis psychosis if you like because because of the the strength of cannabis now well you know it's 60 times stronger than it was back in remember the day when i used to smoke it yeah it's different and and chemical and again it affects the chemicals in your brain you know and for some 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 are all right for others they're not if king mo it's all right but for (laughs) me for me it's not yeah Yeah, talking about last week's
0: (laughs) podcast. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh, but it's, to
2: that. It's really interesting what 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 people use yeah. to get themselves through. And it's self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah. You know, it's all to do with the conversations and the belief systems that we have. If you find belief systems what work for you and as long as you're not doing any damage to anybody else, you know, when you're doing things for the right reasons, just keep doing and keep believing and keep performing in that way. Yeah. Yeah. But if it crosses that threshold where it becomes then disruptive to yourself and harm to self or harm to somebody else, you need to rethink your strategies. Now that that's where I am. with. Yeah. yeah, I have mean, nothing against it. Should legalize yeah. it all for me and yeah. you know. Get some they have the, they've le- they've
0: legalized all drugs in Portugal. Is that right? Yeah, Is yeah. It? yeah. All, all drugs in Portugal. Yeah. They've legalized oh, yeah. all drugs yeah. in Portugal I yeah. I about two three
2: years ago. Yeah, and
0: and, and they've just and they've just released something now. our reading. Obviously, I need to research it, but um, yeah, they're saying that like everything's down, like crime rates down. Yeah, um, I get that, absolutely. Everything's down. I think, like, um, obviously, there were people using like dirty needles and stuff like that, but now they're doing, I viruses, think, yeah, HIV. yeah, all that hepatitis, yeah. everything's down. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so yeah, it, it as and the thing he talks about, didn't he, uh, uh, Philip Verlinden, when he came on with oh, yeah, with, uh, with Nickem, Nick he, he just he just said, I think all drugs should be legal, and then at least they can be, you know, yeah. controlled in a way I, and it's the, the,
2: safer. I w- I worked in substance misuse for tw- twenty two years. I worked in it, you know, and, and I think they should legalise it all. Yeah, N- not just for. to give people permission to go and do what they do just to get some control over it. Yeah, Yeah. make it safer. People might not like me saying this, you know, if there's any of my past colleagues maybe listening to this or if I share it later, you know, I don't think, you know, what we did in drug services and what they're still doing in drug services work. Right, yeah. You know, And and I know addiction's individual but I think we fall short in what we deliver and... There I say it some people have worked with should probably not be workers in substance misuse anyway. Yeah. Not because they've not got any personal experience themselves. And I'm not saying somebody who has personal experience who works in addiction has got more experience and becomes a better worker, because you know, I've worked with people who's never had a drug in their life and they're fantastic therapists and that. I just don't think I'm mean, going like government stuff now. I don't. I just don't think they've got it right. For me, they should legalise it and have a controlling body over it. And it's yeah. like the methadone. It's easy to come off of heroin, than it is methadone. Yeah. You know, really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's hard there's, to come a off lot, There's a lot. There's a lot. Obviously, in
0: my village in Thorn, yeah. there, were, there, there were a lot of a lot of. You know, heroin, yeah. heroin addicts and stuff. And they're and not they're, not they're, against
2: medications yeah. or I'm not against methadone, but I know people who've done their own rattle and 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 self detox on heroin, wow. and they've got it off easier because. of... You know they couldn't do the detox from the methadone. Fucking hell! Um, man. But but man, you know we prescribe methadone for we're talking about bomb viruses. You know, PC, yeah. HIV. You know, it's about reducing that risk, and it is about harm reduction, and it comes under harm reduction. Yeah. And if you give somebody a stable, get yeah, them stable on methadone, that affects crime. If you like, they're you know, not going out burgling, out are Yeah, that does you yeah, it All comes back so, the so circle, doesn't it? Yeah. So it c- comes comes back on. Onto that, I mean, I worked at the, the drug intervention programme, so any crimes connected to substance misuse, you come onto the drug intervention programme. And our first thing wa- was get them stable on a script. Yeah. Get them stable on a script. But then they use on top of a script. Yeah. You know, then they see getting get the script, then they've got an habit on top of an habit. You know, legalise it, get some governing bodies around it. Maybe yeah, even de- more...
0: Yeah, decriminalise it and then... yeah. And, and and then it's not taboo anymore, is it? It's something that can be.
2: Yeah, and there is a lot of peer pressure around substances. People, I'm not saying people are force people to use it, but there's people out there, you know, involved in selling substances, aren't they? They're yeah. going to do anything so people buy that substance. Yeah. yeah. So it's talking I, about have we gone off subject?
0: No, well, yeah, no, it's no. all good. So yeah. just 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 before we finish off, like going from that onto like doping and stuff in uh, yeah. in sports. Obviously, we have it in MMA. Yeah. You know, and then I'm guessing I'm guessing in. I think you know, triathlon and, iron I think man and stuff. Some people
2: got caught at Kona weren't they? Oh, it's,
3: I think it's rife. I think it more so on a, an amateur level, yeah. Because I think sometimes it's about in their group circle of friends, they just want to be appear to see appear to the in front of their friends to be superhuman, super fit. Yeah. because it's, it's great when they go down the pool, mm. but they've probably got there through means of external help. Yeah. Uh, and in endurance sport, it's going kind to of massively up because it's about oxygen yeah. load and uh, the supply of blood to the working muscles, and steroids to keep the muscles pumping strong. It yeah. can have a massive imp- implication to your performance, uh, yeah. and you do see it. But luckily, there's a lot of testing, and it it catches they catch them, and the names yeah. are put out there to dry. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, the name is shame, though. Yeah, would they would, th- 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 would they be though? Because I've spoken about this before in MMA. Uh, <laughs> And and like with the Olympics stuff that, it's like bodybuilding. So there's tested and untested. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to see. Yeah. I've spoken about it with the Olympics. Like take the hundred meters, one of the most popular events that yeah. you know people watch. Like, like you could do an un you know a tested Olympics like it is now, yeah. or do an untested one and see how could, how fast. Yeah. Can we run that? <laughs> Give it, get him ten doctors. Yeah. Get him, do whatever. Yeah. You know, to obviously, F, from an ethics point of view, that guy's got to sign something like it. I might, this might explode my heart. Me. Yes. Me. But if if they're up if that person is happy to do that, like, how far could we push the human body? Wasn't what
4: Russia's
0: doing. Yeah, just copy them. They have, they have great was the um... well,
1: Have been banned now? They? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. Right. they're not, not going to be at the Olympics. The guy, ga- the guy that did the sub three-hour marathon, was
2: he? Yeah, clean? <laughs> It, clean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it was clean, yeah. It was clean,
3: right? Yeah. But obviously the difference with that, why it's not a, it's never been classified as a legal world record Yeah, because he had a pacer all the way around. Ah. So I don't know if you ever saw it. And did, it, it had, the had, loads, a, there? had right. an arrow. Yeah, yeah. So no, Jovi was in the middle so. and there was maybe five runners in front of him in an arrow shape, a bit like you'd see the red arrows. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. he yeah. was behind the back. So they were taking the wind effect. Yeah, ah, right. And then there was right. a car in front of them. Yep. And the car was projecting a uh, a laser beam light. Yeah, I remember so they had to stay on that. the laser beam lights. So they've got a pace going all yeah. the way. The pace set has changed every five k. Yep. So it was a fresh set of legs coming in. So was it every five k. To, to, <laughs> <watch, laughs> <yeah, laughs> to watch it. <laughs> happen. have seen it. it. No, 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 it's no, amazing. No, it's it it yeah. amazing yeah. because how they yeah. how they synchronize the choreography yeah. of the tired runners to go out and the fresh legs to come in. So then they're coaching Kipchoge, do this, do this, stand tall, we're with you, mate, we've got this. Uh, and obviously then he, he broke the record by yeah. 15, 20 seconds. What yeah. went, went, went under three hours, first time ever in Two here.
1: hours. Because they did like a doc, they followed him.
2: Yes, so two hours.
1: Yeah. They followed him doing it and, and they've released like a really good video and a documentary style uh, video when he just about missed it. Yeah. So like that were amazing to see because you can see yeah. the choreography, of what they've done and they've obviously gone away back to the drawing board and come back with this, which was yeah. like a laser, the arrow, <laughs> like it's amazing yeah. to see.
2: Yeah. You know, eventually though, they will break that record without Absolutely. any lasers, oh, yeah. without any paces. We spoke about earlier, yeah. Roger Bannister, Yeah, the yeah, people didn't mile. think you
0: could do with a four minute mile. As soon as someone does, oh, now it's
2: physically possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't it. That's back to placebo, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We are the placebo. Yeah. There's a book out there actually called We Are the Placebo. So very good. going
3: back to your comment, then about, would you see people on a uh, drugs yeah. Olympics and a non drugs Olympic all on placebo, what would win? Yeah. Would the placebo outweigh? Yeah. Is man really capable but, of that without any of that?
0: That'd be a crazy crazy T V show if we got that like well, going. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I bet we're gonna see it in our lifetime. I yeah, well, so we're anything's the well, Gregor fight Mayweather ever, so yeah. yeah. Let's do it. The anabolic games, we could call it. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark that. <right>? Quick, <laughs> 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 Quick By the website. Yeah, yeah, let's go let's put it. it on and get that domain Six name. 600 metres, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's amazing, isn't it, what, what the human body can do and how far we can push it. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of all these guys, what do you think
2: uh, ultra guys such as like Courtney DeWalter and what have you
3: doing 200 plus mile runs over... Again, it's it's just a different sport, isn't it? It's just another take on running. You know, cross-country, sprint running, mm. all the way to ultra running. Uh, I think the good thing about the ultra running, it really levels out that male and female can compete quite well together yeah. on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, And I think there's a, a girl, a woman out there who, who does win a lot of the ultras, beats everybody. Yeah, And it's like coast to coast, or from Scotland to England running through. It uh, just... It's, it's a running event if you if you think you're going to be good at endurance three day running event and it floats your boat then give it a good whack yeah. don't just half-heartedly go at it have a proper go yeah. at
2: it you know and uh, lay off. down the, the foundations yeah I'll, I'll shine man into that though because there's a guy who did 50 iron men in 50 days yeah yeah he's called
0: the, the iron cowboy cowboy, yeah. so, cowboy. So, I've, so i've heard of this yeah rico yeah. watched it i've not seen yeah. it yet it's on netflix right yeah yeah so i've yeah. not i've not seen that yet i, I was to, to too busy yeah. watching don't fuck with cats <laughs> 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 yeah i've <Yeah. Have> started <laughs> fucking uh-huh. have you watched no, it starters. no spoilers first no no episode oh. oh mate after that first episode it goes it goes crazy <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> the, the ending just blew my mind on <laughs> it <laughs> I can't even begin As if you watch, watching make sure you watch, it, on sure you watch about that about it. Yeah. oh my god it's that.
2: funny though because
1: it came out about a month ago everyone like it, it started trending everybody watched it Danny's like fucking a month behind everybody with
0: yeah it. but I, I'm that guy you, <laughs> know what, you know when everyone's into something I'm like I'm not into that and then after it dies off then I'll get into it you know Honestly, It's <laughs> not like that. to follow the he's crowd there, like, that's that. it don't be yeah.
1: sheep, yeah. sheep. he's Just resharing really memes like you know lads if I go missing just make sure you get that body moving fucking hell people were saying that like six weeks <laughs> ago
0: but yeah, fucking, hell, that's crazy shit. That is, it's mental, is some crazy shit. Yeah. But yeah, I'll check that out. That Iron Cowboy thing. So, so obviously, he does fi- so he does fifty Iron Mans in in fifty days in is fifty that, is that states. In fifty, 50 states, states, sorry, yeah, and yeah. then. But is, is there anything like that's a, a
2: crazy so, feat so in what itself? So it he does then, So he doesn't say like. It, it, it does in Florida. Then he'll fly to wherever his next one is, or drive there. Then do yeah. another one there. It's yeah. It is interesting. Yeah. It gets into a, a bad place. It,
3: it's an interesting, but it's also, it'll, it'll, when you watch it, you'll be like, kind of, you'll be torn as to whether it was a good thing. Yeah. Or maybe it was just a little bit of a
0: yeah, show.
1: Yeah. Is he clean as well?
3: Uh, you'd be the judge of that when you watch it. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I've not seen When it. you're running around with a drip, I don't know if that's oh, totally classified as clean. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god! But it, so a so, ran with a so you you know you've on. you've got Ironman or whatever
0: yeah. you've okay. got we've got the d- Ironman distances. So because oh, you, you got you know it's sprint triathlon, yeah. then it's just what a reg- then it's a yeah. regular triathlon.
3: Yeah, which they call the originally known as the Olympic distance because that was a the distance they selected to be in the Olympics. Yeah, and then what Suspective. what's after that is the another step half up? half Ironman and then Ironman
0: and then an Ironman. Is there anything? <laughs> is there... Ultra, and man, no. you know, what I mean, is there another?
3: They do doubles, don't they? They do double, so they're yeah. double, there's triple, a brutal, is de- it? and there's a decker, decker, yeah, just 10. So, so you do 10 back to back, or you do 10 of the distance, yeah, 10 of the distance. right? Yeah, that's yeah, so you do uh, 10 2.4s, yeah. 1012s, 10 10 marathons. That's, so that's where the ultra is really interesting because you've got yeah. to account sleeping to it, yes, yes. Yeah. They go, and it's like th- there's no stop. If you could run for three days. You can't like Courtney we were about, she literally slept for a minute. She had a person there and she's like,
0: I'm going to sleep, wet me up in a minute. What? <laughs> yeah. Then One I minute go. sleep. Jessup's oh, talking sleep. about ultra yeah. running. He ain't got a microphone if you can't hear him.
2: Yeah. But yeah. There's, a, there's a, a marathon out there called the Barkley Marathon. Yeah. And it's in America. But it's not a marathon, I think it's... it's, and it's survival. It's survival. Survival. If you want to see it ultra, oh, I've seen, seen yeah. that. That's, That's, a That's a right documentary. Yeah. That. The where they just marathon. Keep go- they've got to just keep going. It's, yeah. it's whoever can keep. Yeah, you have to be invited to it. Yeah, yeah. No the track. Barclays Marathon. Yeah, yeah. There's no track. So you no, no no path. No nothing. You've got to work it out. And you've got to collect these parts of these book. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing
1: documentary on Netflix. Yeah,
2: watch it. It's, it's the Barclays Marathon. And thousands what have done it, but there's only so many what's completed yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's mental. A
3: lot of years, nobody finishes it. Yeah, that's. So,
2: so is there and a they finish ch- they change it every time don't mm-hmm. they? Yeah, they so do, the, the, the change location it changes every time yeah.
0: so there is a finish line <laughs> yeah. or every day there's a finish line it, Yeah,
3: it's like seven marathons over seven days isn't yeah. it Yeah, but it's more than that and the terrain is just ridiculously yeah, terrain it's like mountains and yeah. shit
2: like. and what they do is you turn up and you don't know when the race starts it's this guy, as soon as lights his cigarette, that's the start yeah. of the race, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and you have
3: to take your number, yeah. you take your number plate off your car, yeah. so you'd have to take your number plate off your car as registration yeah. for the race. Yeah, you can be at the start line Which for two days. It, before it's right of your street. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it sounds I love random one, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I always thought yeah. about
0: doing something like that with a fight, you know, like, you know, like you play a video game like Tekken or something, so you could have like levels. So rather than just having a fight and that's it, you could have like, right, you got this guy, then if you win, you go through there, you know, you through a maze and then there's another guy. <laughs> you run over an hill and there's another guy. Yeah, with <laughs> a big sword. <source. laughs> <laughs> it's sick, was not it, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, then you have to swim in with crocodiles to get so, to the next so, guy. Yeah.
0: So before we finish, has, has anyone ever run a tri- done a triathlon and then had a fight straight
2: after?
3: No, that could be you, Danny. That could be
2: you, Danny. <laughs> That yeah,
3: or fight whilst you're doing it. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> so that's the plan then to do that triathlon in the morning. Then have P- a fight possibly, the, possibly. You know that have, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna
0: do that triathlon. But, uh, well, sprint triathlon, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm terrible at swimming, so I need to get on that.
3: I think in the terminology it's sprint triathlon makes you think it's a short distance, but yeah. you're still going to be going for about an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, You know, so
0: it's... I'd say two hours, mate. I would say an hour and a half. Let's do two hours. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> two hours. I'm, I'm looking winning. for two hours. Yeah. Rico, get an hour and a yeah, half. Rico's a good swimmer, isn't he? Florida, he's a good, he's a good little swimmer, yeah. I'm he's been, like a I'm seal. I've
2: swimming with him the old Fridays and that. camp. But he used to swim for games with Dolphins or something like yeah. when he was a kid. And uh, actually, I swam with him yesterday, De and we're doing some good efforts and that. Yeah and he's just got like normal shorts on so they're like drag shorts and i've got all streamlined and he's like still on my toes and i'm like trying to wreck it. <laughs> don't tell you oh they're oh. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like i was picking up trying to wreck him he's just like there, right there. <laughs> so i said to him right, so we're, do, we're doing some 50s some fast 50s yeah. i said these are balls out he left me standing completely like whoosh gone like that so we've got to end and he's gone i think i went a bit hard on that one <laughs> So we are on like twenty seconds. I kept it to ten. I thought, no, we'll just keep pressure on him. <laughs> <laughs> so, but his yeah. breathing's up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was aware of his breathing. Yeah, yeah, because I actually he's went to
0: en- I went to enter the triathlon on the page, or whatever, and then right at the bottom all your details, and it, it says like, what is your swimming time for 400 meters? So I've not even been in a pool for however long. I don't I don't know how, what I could swim. So I'm gonna have to go to the pool first. But Rico said about six, six. minutes is what he's doing it in. Yeah, I guess yeah he is. If, yeah. if he's like John then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, said ju- just like six minutes 30 or something. Yeah. But it, th- this list, it were like six minutes, seven minutes. It went all the way up to like 14, 14 plus. I think I'm just going to stick that <laughs> and then just aim, you know, just aim to beat 14, you know, but yeah.
2: You have to get to the ball Yeah, yeah, I, li- I live
0: right next to it, don't I? So, yeah, of course you
2: have yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: just, It's just, it's the technique and stuff. Like I do front crawl, but my head go, I'm like that, <laughs> just left to right
2: with my head, just ah uh, crazy He's going to have some lessons off the day yeah, he's, yeah. run, he's running yeah. a, a swim coach course at the moment yeah we do uh, yeah.
0: yeah, so, so whereabouts are you based then for all your coaching and uh, stuff Doncaster
3: yeah anywhere in, anywhere around the Doncaster area but don't mind if you're an, a- an athlete from outside Doncaster. because a lot of it's online yeah similar to what you were talking about earlier where yeah. we can I can send people programmes uh, programmes online yeah. videos online and techniques to follow so yeah. you can be anywhere in the world yeah. and be coached yeah. these days
0: yeah so where, if if there's people out there who are interested in training with you or getting uh, getting to see you online. Where, where do they need to look?
3: Uh, they can go on to the website www.realfitness.org dot org, or just call oh uh, double seven double six one six four nine
0: one nine. There you go. And are you
3: on Facebook and Instagram? Facebook, yeah. Instagram is Triathlon Dino. Yeah. yeah,
2: and if you just Google Triathlon Dino Real Fitness, it'll yeah. pop up. There's lots of links to get yeah, to do. Yeah, and I must say, um, has been one of his coach athletes at one time, you, know, you will get great results. Yeah. Stick to the plan. Amazing. What, what about Follow for the you, focus? John, if, if people want to uh, get get to see you? Facebook, Instagram, they can get in touch with me through you. You can get my phone number. Yeah. Send us a you know a request for Facebook. I'll reply back to you if they want to come for some therapy or what I do. Some yeah. mindfulness. Changing state, mind fucking this. Honestly, fucking, not, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you both for coming down. Like, this is gonna been, make you all break, yeah. This <laughs> is like it's
1: been amazing. This podcast, like, it's definitely up there. Like, I think it's one of my favorite podcasts we've done. Yeah, it's, I've it's always I've like, been
0: excited. I've been excited. I've been saying phrases. I need to get John on and yeah. stuff. And there's so much we could talk about.
2: We could just carry on, for yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Just just scratch the surface, yeah. yeah so, for, uh, even in the seminar, we've only We'll we we zoning like,
3: down into like, right, we'll yeah. cover that subject only, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah,
3: and then it can really blow you, <laughs> yeah, that's no, been amazing,
2: but yeah,
0: awesome. So, yeah, uh, check these out on social media, check out our sponsors, Amazing Green for CBD. Do you, do you use CBD? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. but just,
2: yeah. um, our supplier stopped supplying it now. Yeah, because um, so we, yeah, we need some. So, so if you need some, so we've we, got. We need a new supplier. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, amazing. But we green, need a new so supplier so we can supply it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Amazing green, amazing green. Yeah, so we can uh, put you in contact can we with. Put you in touch with. Yeah, in top in, this, yeah. Attorney, yeah, yeah. like yeah. top top
0: yeah. quality store from uh, from America. Yeah, um, we're actually just
3: releasing new strongest. 40%, yeah, so we had what do we have? We Thirty percent, yeah. So and actually,
1: branding that I believe they're branding the forty percent stuff with um, Rico. So they try to pick an athlete ah, to go right. on each bottle. Fantastic. So yeah. like, yeah, uh, yeah Rico's is going to be on the forty percent. So it's cool. Like it's yeah. definitely like the supporting the supporting us with this podcast. they're supporting Rico every fight that he's had. For, you know, for for us, it's so massive in
2: recovery. Yeah, does.
0: but they do all these kind
2: of like this so.
0: So you've got these like, uh, this is cream, CBD cream. Bam, yeah. Like yeah, so you've got that as well. you know? So you've got the cream, everything.
3: So you're rubbing, rubbing your skin then? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can like use that. Area. Yeah, yes.
0: Yeah, pe- people with eczema stuff like that. Oh. You know, it, yeah, it's I've, really good. I've heard about the Yeah, yeah. The,
1: so, the cream. Yeah, they do gummies, they do yeah. um, vape oil. Uh, they've, they've got like
0: a product, for, got a, uh, gummies. Is that obviously? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like right, gummy right. Back, yeah, we yeah yeah gummy sweets. Join them on, by they have all gone. We have all. Massage, massage oil as well. So you know, um,
1: that's That's like, can you? That's them. been around with a bit, as that. That's, that's melted itself. Yeah, we're in an
0: old office, and some were like beaming in, yeah. so it's melted as that. But yeah. Lost its power. Yeah,
2: it's yeah, we 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 need some of that. We do need some then yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah, we we can we can sort you out. So yeah, check them out as well. Yeah, we will. That's and it, yeah. Uh, yeah, check us all out on uh,
1: Instagram. And... Code. Oh yeah, AVT10 for a discount code if you want to uh, buy some uh, CBD products from Amazing Green.
0: Yeah, just check them out on the website. Sweet. But, yeah. Thank you very much. It's You're been welcome. absolutely amazing. Thank yeah, you it's, for been it's been great. Awesome. No worries, and we'll do it again in a few months. We'll get you up again, yeah. and we'll uh, see
2: where we're at. See so yeah, how the boys are. Yeah. To the we'll, do it, do it, we'll do it after my triathlon. <laughs> <laughs> come back are you going to come review? and film him on his triathlon? 100%, yeah. yeah. So you're going to film him racing in the morning and having a fight in the evening? We've got to, are not we? Absolutely. We've got to. Yeah, I apologize. Catch his letters. Yeah. Cheers, so yeah, Bye bye.